Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I was born this way, baby. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. Arsenal hosts Liverpool this weekend and Lamps faces Ten Hag. It's Friday, 7th of October. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Venetian Hunter-Raja. It's Friday, my beauties, but before we get to that, we'll put Friday on ice because we have a huge announcement. We have a new date for our first Patreon watch-along of the season. Join us on the 16th of October next Sunday afternoon for Liverpool versus Manchester City, the big one. I think it's still the big one. It's a massive game. <laughs> massive game. Potentially massive game. Yeah. Absolutely. See you come second behind Arsenal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you'll meet with us and fellow Ramble listeners at a central London pub, which we've hired completely for ourselves to chat, have a drink and enjoy the football. Maybe share the odd gag or two, if you will. Uh, tickets are exclusively available for our friends of the Ramble patrons. Uh, so uh, get involved. Head over to patreon.com forward slash football ramble. And for just $10 a month, you'll get access to these live events plus loads of other juicy benefits that's patreon.com forward slash football ramble for all that and more info about our watch along exciting right. how about that everybody exciting stuff you can, I mean we, we love a weekend meet fish you in can, the flesh you can yeah. you can be with us on a weekend. I still remember the very first time I met Vish and it was bloody exciting. Yeah, it was, yeah. And I imagine our patrons will feel it. I still get excited uh, being in the same room as Vish, yeah. as you can see. What if they try and fight us? They won't. It's fine. People, no, they're no, all no. generally very, very nice. When okay. they see... Historically, there will be one or two. 
So just be <laughs> yeah. on guard for that. Right, but okay. it, won't, it won't become become like a mob when thing. They Will I know who they are before they turn up or do I have to work it out like you, some kind of murder mystery thing? You'll, you, one of them you'll see someone eyeing you <laughs> from a corner and you'll, you'll figure it out. When right, they okay. see your biceps and triceps, they <laughs> when, will think very differently. When they do meet Vish for the first time yep. and at, at the Watch Along and chat to you about football, mm. what I'd like our listeners listening to this now who are going to go along to always remember is that you are actually a really good cricket writer. Yeah. Absolutely right. As in, that's why I don't know as much about football. <laughs> oh, dear. Jump on the update, too. <laughs> Oi, never mind the bollocks now. No, right. Uh, I want to ask you, Jim Campbell, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Well, it appears that uh, Ralph Hasenhutl is in a bit of trouble at mm. Southampton, but he appears to have been given a little bit of a stay of execution, and that stay of execution is a game against Man City, <laughs> which I think is basically worse than being sacked. When so that is, I'm <laughs> sort of looking forward to seeing seeing how the cruelty of that plays Win out. Win that, you're still in the job, big lad. And yeah. it's great because he's exactly, he is like a kind of quite dour, um, brow-beaten like, TV detective that people have said yes. before, haven't they, right? And it's almost like he's saying to the board, I'll crack this case. Yeah. And they're yeah. going, yeah. not this one, you fucking yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a stone-cold whodunit. Yeah. You're not yeah, getting past we're gonna, them. We're going to get him out with this one. Yeah, no way. No relationship with the players, uh, apparently, which yeah. actually goes into that kind of hard-boiled yeah. kind of loner detective vibe as well. Hard-boiled. It? It's also hard-boiled it's also, Hassenhutl. It's also an interesting situation. And my highlight of the weekend, which I'm sure we'll come on to, is kind of related to this. Um, if Southampton do actually beat Man City... Yeah. It's a massive backfire to the gamble from the people making. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking that. Yeah. How many games does he buy himself then? Three. I think Man City. You've got a, that's a five. End of the five, year. Five. five. That's yeah. a five game. Year. That's a five game voucher. Yeah. I suppose sure. considering World Cup, why not end of the year? Yeah. yeah. I think they should do that. I think when managers get really big unexpected results yeah. when they're under pressure, yeah. the chairman should have to come on the pitch after. You know, they give up the ball man of the match reward and the ball yeah. to the hat-trick scorer Give, they get a voucher and, and, and on telly yeah. the manager has to open it how many games is it oh it's an eight game <laughs> voucher he can't go he's here till March that'd be brilliant it would be brilliant uh, for everybody involved other than the club yeah. I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea but I'm so grateful <laughs> Oh, what happened at the weekend? Brucey got a 10-gamer. <laughs> no, Brucey's not here. He's uh, a grabbing machine. Yeah, the epitome of a Brucey bonus, if you yeah, will. Yeah. Fish. Uh, my highlight is the seven hours of football on highlight a Sunday. that you're looking forward that to. That I'm looking forward to, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. You seven don't know if it's going to be a highlight or not. No, well, United close it out, so it probably won't be. <laughs> um, so seven hours of football on a Sunday, starting Whoa. at 2pm with those 2pm kickoffs. Yeah. Moving right to the end where uh-huh. United are playing Everton at 7pm on Sunday inexplicably, inexplicably, is because the it didn't word. fall. Because it basically doesn't. Um, it basically falls outside the forty-eight hour window where yeah. United can't play, having played the game on Thursday, ah. and BT own. They're taking uh, that game aren't they, on the night. Yeah, so BT, BT uh, always reserved the right to have a game at seven pm on a Sunday, which clever. I didn't realise until this. Very clever. It's it's a bit. It's a bit locked down. Uh, it's a stuff, little bit locked down. It's a little bit locked yeah, down. Get it not, on Amazon Prime. Not the kind of nostalgia <laughs> that we want, but still, we, <laughs> no. can, uh, we, can, we can appreciate that. Luke Moore. Um, so, um, my, my thing I'm looking forward to this weekend is going to take the form of another mm. long overdue uh, Luke Moore prediction. Here we go. I'm going to make a prediction. Uh, I'm on the show on Monday. <laughs> I'm on the show on Monday with, I think, with you and maybe obviously one or two others. Oh, I hope so. By the time Monday comes around, yeah. I think a Premier League manager is going to have been sacked. And I'm looking forward to that. And it's going to be my highlight. Yeah. After what Jim said, it's a safe bet. 
<laughs> yeah, we've got everything covered now. All right, we've got no, a couple of other options in there as well. You've I got think. to. I think you need to yeah. for a proper prediction. You've got to say a Premier League manager will be sacked who isn't Ralph Hassenhutel. Okay, I, 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 don't, I don't think that. I, I think Jim. He's no, gonna get I, a bit I, of respect. No, I'd give him that. I'd give him that. Really? Oh, yeah. Read the room, Marcus. Eh? I'm actually <laughs> oh, quite popular in here. Cool, hey, <laughs> Breathe the big sigh of relief. There. Yeah, yeah. You see what you two mugs have just be, done? Could be Stevie Cooper. Stevie yeah. Cooper. You know, could be. There's a couple of different options. There we are. Um, Cooper Scooper. Could be Pep Guardiola. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You never know. <laughs> How have you lost to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Open uh, your voucher yeah. envelope. So, so Sorry, I've... mate. Erling doesn't like the way you look at him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will. I will go on record to say I think that by the time we come around on Monday. Monday. No, 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 no. <laughs> by the time we come around on Monday, I think there might that there will be a manager sack. Uh, What's yours, Marcus? Uh, I am very much looking to Arsenal versus Liverpool on Sunday at four thirty, and that's where we begin our preview. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Arsenal. What a win, Jim, last night against yeah. Bodo Glimp. Three nil. Very Put enjoyable. Them to the sword. You were there, just singing there. your heart. Out, enjoying yeah, the uh, for positive the atmosphere in the Emirates these days. You're allowed to sing now, aren't you? There, yeah. I think you've you always been allowed. All oh, right, people just, just been, you know. Was it a bit footloosey at the Emirates before? A what bit, is it? Just a bit people footloosey? What, what, yeah, they're not couldn't... allowed to dance, were they? So oh, that's right. <laughs> I don't yeah. think they're dancing now. No, but singing, like, that's their equivalent, isn't it? They are different things. Yeah. No, people sing. Okay, fair enough. People I'm sing just, and dance I'm at the same time. I'm not very much of a singer, so I'd leave it to everyone else. Yeah. Right. Okay, fair enough. Well, um, I, it, it, it amused me that Bodo's players had to walk some of the way to the Emirates after their coach got uh, stuck on a narrow road. Yeah. Ooh. There are not a lot of narrow rounds there are, around but here. We're that, near the stadium, aren't we? Is that the fans mugging them off? Stadium this way. Yeah. Like in the Jurassic Park when Dennis Nedry's trying to get to the boat. And the, and, the, and the sign moves around because yeah, exactly. the storm that's yeah. what it is Jim yeah. does that there's a little sign and Jim sees him coming and goes <laughs> was, there di- gains. Yeah. was there a Dilophosaurus in Bodo Glimpsed Coach and that's why they got beat is that what that one's called the one that spits the venom a spittiosaurus mm. yeah. do, you re- do you reckon when they arrived at the Emirates they were greeted by the steward who just went clever girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and of, but of course uh, yeah they, they, they turned up and they lost 3-0 and do you think that would have affected their performance a bit of gamesmanship from Arsenal uh, no no, right, right. Really. Great performance by Pete Donaldson. Yeah, I mean he's the most Donaldson player in the in football, really. Which yeah. is it's it's rare that there's one so so much who looks like Pete. Yeah. Everyone looks like Pete. We've established this a lot, but Fabio Vieira really looks it's, like it's Pete. A, it's a mad compliment to Pete because he, uh, Fabio Vieira is like literally half his age. Yeah, so it's a great compliment. <laughs> to well, Pete. the evergreen Pete Donaldson, of course, yeah. it doesn't surprise me. But Vieira was was praised by Joe Cole, wasn't he? Was, he? he was Joe very, Cole very said good. he has a, a velvet left foot. He does. That's a very nice way of putting yeah. it. He sort of he, he's very wispy, uh, and he and he, he glides around quite a lot. And I think you know he it, that is something that's been made a lot of that he's maybe going to have to sort of put some muscle on in the gym to sort of to face up to the f- bloody authenticity and sort the earth <laughs> Premier League but, um, but Farmers was, League he, yeah, farmer. exactly yeah but he was um, Farmers are quite strong well exactly yeah. that's what I'm saying yeah, yeah. yeah so, but he, he was fantastic last night he, he used his space really well his his goal was, was great but it's all about the assist from Jesus there mm. I was surprised that Arteta brought the cavalry on actually there were quite a lot of first team players you would have thought would rested for most of the game Get amongst um, it though. It's a feel good well, factor, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly that, what that, I thought. That, yeah. that's, that, I mean, Ben White is in in many ways adjusting to a new position. He seems to just be a right back now, which is um, um, terrible news for him because he might make the England squad and have to. <laughs> have to <laughs> he, he won't, yeah, yeah. you know, deal with football. Um, <laughs> and I, I think he wanted to see Aaron Ketier and Jesus play together. Jury's still a little bit out on how that was, but yeah, I mean, there was a really sort of baggy section in the second half for Arsenal like their energy dipped a lot but um, other than that it was, it was really impressive and just really fun oh yeah perhaps because they've one eye on the game on the weekend yeah. and, and the game was really sort of sewed up although I, I am a bit worried about Matt Turner 
Uh, he's a very good shot stopper, but his distribution is it's such a drop off from Ramsdale. So if, if there's an injury to Ramsdale, that is that is a huge spanner in Arsenal's season. I thought yeah. it was lovely seeing everybody's favourite squad player at the Emirates, Rob Holding, score. Yeah, oh, mm. everyone loves Rob, and he styled himself as a kind of extra British um, Martin Odegaard. Oh. He, he, like if you if you catch him just quickly, yeah, you think, oh, it's Odegaard, but it's yeah. not. It's not. It's actually Rob Holding. It, you can see him play. Obviously, yeah. it becomes very clear. But, well, but, yeah, you don't see him play that often, though. No, you, exactly. that's but that's that. You really need those players in the squad that are kind of happy to play that role. And Rob Holding, like he, he he's brilliant like that. He was, you know, just did a it was a lovely head pitch, up. clapping the fans afterwards, and just he's really involved in that. Um, and seems to take that role seriously he, rather than kind of being someone who might cause unrest. He's a proper club captain. Yeah. And you see it from the way no, he... Cl- no, club man, not yeah. club yeah, club man, a club man, and also club captain. You know, football, uh, you know, amateur football clubs, you have someone who is... Like, club man of the like, year. Yeah, that kind, of, that kind of bloke, exactly, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. the way he kind of builds up everyone around him, sings other people's songs and this, that and the other. And, and I think yeah. he's, there's a lot of... We, we, you know, we see it across the league, for example, Wolves lo- losing Connor Cody. Mm. The fact that he is emerging to that role is... And, yeah. you know, at the same time where Arsenal have enjoyed this uptick is not a coincidence. Cody's a bit like that for England, I think. He yeah. is, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, they said that, didn't they? He said, he yeah. said that, didn't he? That, that, that's so, apparently why um, Michael Richards got a new contract of, contract of Villa towards the end of his career, because he was just so good in the dressing room. It makes a big difference. Yeah, true. That's why he's on telly a lot. He brings uh, the good vibes. Um, I was going to say that um, Arsenal were always going to beat Bodo Glimt at home. It was not a, a surprising result. But I think what's really um, positive for Arsenal fans is the fact that you've got these players who are obviously talented or experienced or both who aren't playing in the big Premier League games or mm. starting in the first mm. eleven. But when they come in, they look yeah. really good. That's always a really good sign for a team and a club and the, and, and the, the fact they're in a really positive space. No, you're absolutely right. And Arsenal, of course, going into this uh, Liverpool game off the back of that of, of that win, but in the Premier League, off the back of the North London derby win. Uh, but before we move on, Peter Crouch had an interesting theory as to why Arsenal beat Spurs. He said, I played this way at Stoke with regards to Tottenham. Tottenham have got enough players to not play this way. I think they can be a little bit more expansive. He's comparing Spurs to Stoke. Did then, two, did, did then two co-hosts just laugh uproariously for five minutes? <laughs> I sincerely hope And that was so. another section of the podcast done. Mm. Oh, that's a dig. That's a dig, isn't it? <laughs> well, uh, this fixture, Arsenal versus uh, Liverpool, is the first of a very tasty doubleheader for Liverpool as they take on uh, Manchester City after uh, this one, of course, which is the, the Ramble Patreon watch-along, uh, mm. lest we forget. Uh, Liverpool themselves got, I suppose you could call it a confidence-boosting 2-0 win over Rangers in, in the week. The big talking point, perhaps for them, was uh, changing their formation, you know, the usual sort of 4-3-3. Uh, they played, you could say it was almost like a 4-2-4 at times. Now, I suppose they thought to themselves maybe Rangers won't have too much um, coming at them, which was very much the case, Fish. Um, but Klopp suggested uh, that the change could be long-term. He said the, the, the way the boys up front moved together was extremely good uh, for only one session working on it. The change of formation was actually nothing to do with the game. It was for us. Right. What do you reckon, Vish? Well, I mean... Their midfield has been all over the place this season. And yeah. so it probably makes sense that you want to bypass it. Yeah. <laughs> get it to Trent, get it to the forwards, and we'll just do the bit of tidy up in yeah, the middle. Yeah, exactly. Because that is going to be, a, you know, the midfield is always, always an important point in, in any game of football. But it feels like the, for the first time, Arsenal have a bit more on Liverpool in that area of the pitch. Mm. Everyone's a bit more settled. Everyone's a bit harder. They move the Arsenal's midfield, move the ball around quicker than I've seen them in a while. And everyone has a bit more purpose as well. Whereas mm-hmm. Liverpool have just been chasing their tails a bit. Yeah. And I do wonder if, um, you know, 
everyone's rightly been talking about Xhaka's upturn in form. I think this is the game where he actually has to come in and dominate the midfield. Yeah, he's, he and he definitely can. He can. Look yeah. If you, look, if, you, if you look at the lineup that you you, you had, because when you see the front three or what you thought the front three, Salah, Jota, and Diaz, you think oh, that's the front three. But because Nunes was in front of them, and it was Henderson and uh, Thiago Alcantara behind them. Now Paul Merson said that I think it was Paul Merson who said about Thiago Alcantara that he's made strolling into an art form. No, so, it was Garth Crooks, wasn't it? Oh, was, was it Crooksy? Garth? Yeah, it was Crooks. Right, forgive yeah. me. Sorry, Paul. Big Paul Merson energy, but but Garth mm. Crooks actually yeah. said it, delivered it. Yeah, big Paul Merson energy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that will be interesting. But if they line up like that, Jim, do you think Arsenal will take them to the cleaners? Well, I mean, Arsenal haven't actually scored against Liverpool in six games. So <laughs> there is, wow, really? There is a lot, yeah, it's uh, it's okay. it's mad, isn't it? There's a there's a big um, big test coming up. But actually, I think that the positivity around the around the team and around the club in general is it. it, it it makes this game feel different. Normally, you would you'd come a, come at a fixture like this, even at home, and think, "Oh God, this might be this might be a difficult afternoon." But now it's actually like I really want to see what really want to see Arsenal test themselves as as much as definitely, possible. And definitely, a, a lot has been made about you know Liverpool maybe being a bit kind of disjointed in midfield, as we've said. So, but I don't I don't think well, it's going to be. Let, let me tell you something now. As, let me tell you something now. There's two points I want to make on this game. One is that um, you look at the potential. I, I think Klopp's comments, and we haven't mentioned mm. this, but I personally believe that Klopp's comments after the game against Rangers. Mm to me, felt a bit like he'll go back to a 4-3-3 for this game. Yeah. I think that's what he feels most comfortable doing. If he does that, yeah. and he plays Trent at right back, and, and Henderson plays on the right of that midfield, yeah. um, I think they're going to have a tough old time away from home because you've got a really solid operator in Zinchenko who will probably play at left back for yeah. Arsenal, and you've got Martinelli who's having a brilliant start to the season. Mm. And don't just take my word for it, Sign of the times this is. You might be surprised to hear this. Time of recording on Betfair, Arsenal were favourites for this game. There we are. You how, how, would you, how long, when was the last time you could say oh, that? Yeah. Well, I mean, you said Liverpool a bit disjointed, Jim. Uh, it's not really, you know, this plays into that. Darwin Nunes said uh, about working under Jurgen Klopp uh, this week, he said, I don't understand anything when he speaks. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that is a problem. When you he, miss as many chances as him, you yeah. shouldn't really be saying that. Yeah. Though, <laughs> He's definitely settling into kind of the English culture in one way, though, because he also said, I have to show my game to the coach and be calmer when it's time to shoot. The goal will come. It's like catch up. When it comes out a little, it all comes out. Right. right. And he's also been headbutting head people. There we are. Well, well. well, I think he's very welcome. We, 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 you certainly can't take your <laughs> eyes off you're him. You're fitting like a glove, darling. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. You know what, though? I think Klopp is actually managing that really well because. A lot's been made of, you know, that he's only scored once or whatever it is. Mm. And um, it feels like a very positive crisis, doesn't it? It feels like, you know, he and Klopp are working together to get the best they out have of a luxury, and... They have a luxurious position yeah, there because yeah. they're, they're, they're recruiting from a position of strength. Indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, we shall see. Interesting that Arsenal are the favourites. Who are the favourites for that Sunday night game, Vish? Everton at home to Manchester United. Not the viewer. It's not going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wind down before work on Monday. <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah, just prepare yourself for that awful Monday. You know morning. that. You know you get that Monday fear, and you know as a kid growing up, it was always songs of praise. Yeah, I reckon yeah. people will be flicking over to songs of praise after that <laughs> halftime of this. For me, it was also the um, the top forty countdown on the radio. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah which yeah, happened? Okay. I think we just went from four till seven pm on a Sunday. Oh, I remember. Then it was bath time. I remember Pob. Do you? Was that Sunday night? That was Sunday morning, wasn't Sunday it? Sunday afternoon. I right, think. okay. There we are, okay. you see. But uh, Manchester United, the good news is uh, they made their second longest European trip ever to visit uh, Neil Lennon 
in Cyprus uh, last <laughs> night. Is that um, good news? Why is that good news? Well, because they won the game. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, what, 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 Neil Lennon, I hear you cry. Uh, uh, I'm only a Nicosia's manager, of course. Yeah. Obviously, they're playing uh, was, green and white. It was great because it was great because uh, Cristiano Ronaldo had the face of a man who was smelling ammonia all night. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, yeah, Ian Dark suggested uh, on on the, the commentary that uh, the match was the biggest in the Cyprus side's history in terms of the uh, the, the opposition. The roar when they went one 0 up was was special, wasn't it? Mm. It was unbelievable. Well, it was special, Jim. So obviously, Manchester United won three two, um, but yes, uh, Ammonia went one nil up. Iranian international former Nottingham Forest striker, no less, Karim and Zarafad uh, scored the opening goal. Of course, I'm worried he's going to score against. I was about England. to say, famously <laughs> scorer of the winner against England in the World Cup <laughs> yeah. in a month's time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But uh, I mean, he scored on the night. Um, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo didn't. I'd love it if he'd given out a little slap on the arse on the way back <laughs> yeah. to the uh, to the centre circle. That's how it's done, big man. <laughs> right, let's get on with the game. <laughs> nil, nil, lads. Yeah. The way they were trying to set up Ronaldo at the end there yeah. was a little bit like you know if you. He tried to get your 90 year old granddad to carve the Christmas turkey. It's like, don't you, don't, we don't need to do it. There's no kind of, this isn't pleasing anyone. I know he used to do it back in the yeah. day, but just take the knife off him. Yeah. Let's, let's get it done because well, everyone's a bit hungry now. Yeah, but I mean, if, you, if your granddad had carved, 699 turkeys and he wanted that 700th one you'd, you'd, you'd make yeah. sure he got it yeah you? probably yeah. But the thing about it is it's a real testament to Cristiano Ronaldo's career yeah. that I don't know anyone that cares if he gets a 700th or not <laughs> no. and he, and it, because he was taking he it so personally yeah. and, and it, he's, I don't know if he is doing this and maybe I've completely misread him obviously I don't know him but whenever he makes a mistake or like he, he had like basically an, an open goal which he hit the post on yeah. but his manner always makes you feel like he thinks it's someone else's yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes him a very unsympathetic character. The, the idea around this game, though, seems to be like, ah, ha, 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 sulky Ronaldo just was rubbish, didn't do anything. I mean, he set up Marcus Rashford in a goal that doesn't happen without his work. And his, his run was key for Rashford getting the first one as well. So yeah. he had a massive impact Indeed. on the game. He did smile, though, when Rashford celebrated with him for that third. So but that's not... He, did, he, that's also nice. did, he also did try and shoot. Yeah, clearly, yeah. That was a massive <laughs> shot, yeah. Clearly oh, going for goal. He, oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's also just a huge distraction for them. If you look at the conversation around the game, we talked about it, I think, on earlier in the week, certainly. Yeah. Well, about after the Man City game. Yeah. And, and 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 you look at this. All the chat is about you know Ronaldo getting the 700th goal. All the chat. There was chat before the game about whether it was disrespectful to pick him for a Europa League game. Oh, yeah, like, that, that's absurd. It's ridiculous. Because, but, but that's, it's ridiculous. Be, that's that's because of what Ten Hag said on the weekend about you know I thought it was really yeah. respectful for his career to not bring him in. But it's more. I think the most respectful thing is for him to fumble about in Cyprus for a bit. <laughs> fumble. I, I, I think. I think some of the stuff Eric Ten Hag says is absolutely amazing. Yeah. He, he, he's got a great line in saying ridiculous things. Yeah, yeah. Like he said um, after the game, which is not very good. Which yeah. is amazing. What was the other thing? Would you said? want another one? Yeah. He, he spoke about the the hammering by Man City last weekend and said we had a reality check from Manchester City. So thank you for the lesson, Pep and City. <laughs> Can you, at the start of the season, imagine putting that to a Man United fan. You're going to yeah. get absolutely thumped by City, and the manager is going to uh, thank them for it. There goes beyond Pep Stockholm syndrome. There yeah. goes Pep Guardiola. Yeah, I must remember. To but but I, I think there is there absolutely is... broken, yeah. just <laughs> broken as an institution. Thank you, Eric, for leaving me with my favourite food. <laughs> <laughs> But there is merit, isn't there, in Ten Hag sitting down with his team and yeah. saying, you know, Manchester City are, you know, we can have the debate about whether Liverpool are, but Manchester City are certainly a fierce rival of us. Yeah. This is what they're able to achieve. 
um, this is a this is a template of what yeah. we need to go and emulate, and I hope it does make you fucking angry. Yeah, because they're a rival club, and our fans don't like it very much. They're doing very well, so fucking pull yourself. Can up. I come and watch your training session? <laughs> yeah. No, I've got to go because I'm, I'm meeting Pep. <laughs> I quite like that because I think he's governed primarily by coming into that room and just being like, "Who the hell do you think you are? You've done nothing for the last few years." Yeah, that's even true. Some, even some of you were just signed. You know, yeah. you've got a chance to really do something here. I don't really have a problem with it. I think the <laughs> do you remember, like, um, you know, previous Manchester United managers have tried it and, and have actually quite half-assed it. But the fact that he's done it from the start, I think, is a, a big point of difference, especially from, you know, if you consider Ralph Ranić, one of these things when he was this consultant figure was about, like, coming in and basically, you know, pointing out all the issues. Well, Eric kind of is taking it a bit more personally and, mm. and I suppose, being a bit more involved. Hopefully, <laughs> anyone can point out issues, can't they? Exactly, yeah. You have got to try and solve them. So, yeah. um, on reflection, it was a weird strategy, that wasn't it? Mm. Get a consultant. Yeah, everyone wants. Yeah. Well, let's like, get let's get an auditor in. Well, like, that's in the past now, gentlemen. It is, Ten yeah. Hag is the man. But it, ultimately, I think this game on Sunday is going to be an interesting test of what United are like with the ball, because as you saw in the game mm. on Thursday night, couldn't manage it, couldn't close it out. Went three one ahead, then conceded the second goal immediately to give them yeah. a rough ride. Mm. And Everton are going to give up a lot of the ball because they're defensively solid now. Yeah. They have a bit more understanding of where they need to be without the ball, mm. and that is going to be a challenge for United, especially in that midfield base. As and well. if they want to kind of you know catch teams on the break with Martial and Rashford, they can do. And some some lovely goals uh, that they, they both scored is going to be a bit difficult. But uh, Everton themselves uh, will be a very different type of opponent, of course. And and Everton. And old Frankie Lampard has slightly gone under the radar uh, for some people, I would suggest. They currently sit 11th in the table, have conceded the fewest goals in the Premier League this season so far. They come into the game after back-to-back wins over Southampton and West Ham and a draw with Liverpool, of course. They're doing all right. They're just yeah. going about mm. their business. And, and you, you're talking about them going under the radar there. That's, of course, exactly what they need because of, because of the profile of um, person in the English football that Frank Lampard is and because mm. of the size of club that Everton are. They're a, you know, a very, very big club. Yeah. Unbeaten in six. There'll be a lot of chat about them when they're not very good. Yeah. And the fact that they've just been quietly solid is probably great for Lampard because it probably makes him feel like he can have a bit of room just to do his stuff, right? And and it's not not hurt them at all that you say unbeaten in six, but their games have come against Southampton, against West Ham, against Leeds, against Brentford, you know. Liverpool. The Liverpool, one, Liverpool ones are a, nom- a bit of an anomaly. But, but bearing in mind they lost their first two games and everyone thought, oh, they've no, carried I'm, on. I'm not talking about them being, I'm not saying the results are bad. I'm oh, just okay. saying that the, the, the teams they're playing yeah. aren't, you, with respect to their massive headline team, sure, it's sure, not like the Super Sunday against Man United every five against, minutes, you right. know. But it is this time around, which is why it's a test. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as I said, they are the teams you might expect them to get the results against and therefore... They maybe don't. That's why they don't get the credit, right? But when you say mm. the, the, the results they expect to get, I don't, after I think, last I, season and losing but, the first, but I, two. I think I think if you look at a game like you know the Southampton game and also West Ham with the form they've been in, you, it wouldn't be insane to suggest that Everton are going to win that game. So it's it's mm. I think. I don't think as, it's insane as, to suggest that they'll be United, though. I think. It well, no, but, but as, as, as Luke alludes to, though, it's it's the status of Everton is, is pretty unique in the Premier League, isn't it? They are a huge, huge club. Mm. A lot has been expected of them in the past, and that's maybe they've fallen short sometimes when they've actually had quite a good season. And therefore, at the same time, when they start to achieve, they don't get the credit for that either. It's, they're in a weird sure. weird kind of limbo. Uh-huh. And, and also bear in mind, you know, they, they drew with Forrest this season as well. Yeah. You know, So they, yeah. uh, it kind of ties into what Luke was saying, that those are games they, mm-hmm. they're winning the games they should win or would previously have lost. Oh, sorry, yeah, they should win. They should have also beaten Forest. They've also been a little bit lucky, mm-hmm. I think. You know, if you I think if you look at their, you know, the goals they've been expected to concede, it's at thirteen. They've like, you know, Pickford's 
played a blinder. Mm-hmm. I think even that Forest game, what Brennan Johnson scored in the eighth first minute, Demari Gray equalised in the eighty eighth. Yeah. You know, it, we'll, that was an insane game. I remember. Yeah, that. That we'll, we'll find out if it's sustainable. Well, we don't. We don't need to pass judgment. For them. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, but, scored seven. but like the goals are a problem for pretty much everyone, really. Unless you have the pretty you know, much final, everyone. Yeah, unless you have the financial cloud to go out and get a striker or happen to have one, you know, mm. coming through your ranks like, like Spurs did, basically. Then, mm. you know, it, it, I feel like it's a bit of a misnomer. But everyone's got to find ways around that. I think they it's need not to get Cody on the ball up there. For, for me, maybe for they me. should. He has. He has been a key reason. You know, we talked about the star, but like he has been a key reason. Both ends of the pitch. Yeah, yeah, signed really well. Tarkovsky and McNeil, as we've mentioned before, are very, very smart, canny signings as well. Mm. I think, you know, credit to Lampard. You know, he's, he's, he had a good window and he's doing a good job now. If Everton score early, I think it becomes a really interesting test of May United mm. because it may well be that actually what happened on Thursday night is just a bit of an outlier because I'm and they aren't very good. Yeah, yeah surely Casemiro's very true. now as well. Yeah, maybe, Jim. Maybe. You've, you've also got the situation of it being at Goodison as well and it just seems like the crowd have turned back um, Lampard's way. So that's going to be a factor, especially if they get that early goal. Mm. Gentlemen, I am desperate to move on to... Uh, and it includes chat about one of uh, Everton's former great sons, of course. Um, because we go, uh, thanks to uh, a, an email from Stephen who got in touch telling us what's going on in Miami. Uh, believe oh, it or not... Fuck's sake. Well, hang on. Believe it or not... Absolutely no need for this. Believe <laughs> it or not, and, and very much like Everton, you know, they had a bad start of the season. They lost their first five games of the season. Fizzer has turned it round. He's guided into Miami to a place in the MLS playoffs for the first time ever. Come on, that's good. You got to give it to him. We we, we stick the boot more applause. In. I mean, when you when you look at when you when you look at the record, you can see obviously you know because of the way they do it with the Eastern and Western Conference. It obviously, it's a hell of an achievement. You know, he's won fourteen games. He's oh. lost thirteen as well. Oh. Um, Is he got, in the playoffs? Goal difference of negative seven. Is he in the playoffs? <laughs> negative seven. All right. Oh, yeah, by the way, that's a bit rich. You need to tell MLS this because then they'll take them out of the playoffs. Fish. Take us to a break. He isn't going to do it. <laughs> I like this because Vish makes a pointless point yeah. and Marcus takes it personally <laughs> on behalf of Phil Neville. Well, and, 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 and I, I, I don't. Actually, I'm not. Div- Has he been down the beach to celebrate yet? <laughs> <laughs> Let off some easy. Uh, they, they of course, beat Orlando 4-1 on Wednesday night, the big Florida Oh, my win. God. Yeah, how about that, Jimmy? Eh? He's getting the best out of Gonzalo Higuain. All the people that message going, oh, you never talk about my club. Yeah. <laughs> this, well, is their, this is their airtime. Indeed, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So many into Miami fans listening. Yeah. Fizz, Fizz has finally been able to hide uh, Gonzalo Higuain cigars. Yeah. And uh, now he's actually playing. There we are, you see. Well, Fizzer himself. Hey, uh, it's still going. How is it still going? <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, Neil Warnock here. I just want to thank everybody uh, that keep viewing my whatever it is on Twitter. Welcome back to the Football Rabble Preview Show, everybody. I'd say we miss him, but we've still got him very much so. More of him, you could say. Mm. Um, He's he's got a lot more time to spend on on these kind of frivolous things now. He's not working football anymore. Although by January, I imagine he'll be at a club 15th in the championship. Do you reckon? (laughs) Yeah, I think he's done. He's enjoying it too much. Yeah. You you wait and see. I will wait. It's like like, um, football clubs, moderately bad championship clubs are like the ring in Lord of the Rings to Neil Warnock. (laughs) Can't resist putting it on. I think we were all kind of fearful that we... (laughs) We'd, we'd kind Take of seen the end of him when he, uh, you know, retired in yeah. air quotes. He's but retired about eighteen still, times. He's still here. Yeah, of course, yeah. he is. we still hear about, still hear from him just as Oi, much. Come it's on. The World Cup's coming. They often be a little bit more expansive. Terrestrial television with the pundits. Get him on there. Oh, absolutely. I, I think get him on there. Yes, please. Get shout. him on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> So we've got an email from oh. Jim, not me, okay. uh, Jim Hughes. Uh, Jim says, I appreciate you just covered this story on Monday's show, but when I saw the social media videos of Jose Mourinho watching the Roma game from within the team bus in the San Siro car park at the weekend, it gave me really strong nostalgic vibes of Andy Townsend's tactics trucks from the notorious early 2000s ITV sport days. Special mention to the time it was towed away at Chelsea whilst Andy Townsend was still broadcasting inside and could be heard swearing live on air. It was a different time. Some might say a better time. Anyway, the reason for the email is that this got me thinking about which crossover of football manager and NAF early 2000s programme would make for the best TV feature. I'm struggling to see past Sean Dyche as the eponymous master of the fort in Fort Boyard complete yeah. with a leather waistcoat yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. but I'd love to He'd hear bring his own suggestions. One. He'd bring his own yeah. one. Definitely. Very much so. What, what, what we think? I, I think that I would have loved to have seen um, Kevin Keegan introduced as a character that Cartman bullies in South Park. No. <laughs> See, I, I thought Kevin Keegan. Uh, Is they're all going to be Kevin Keegan yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, hosting Antiques Roadshow? <laughs> oh, oh, look at that. It's, it's worth five hundred. Oh no, it wasn't oh, worth much, was it? it? Oh, you'd be lucky to get a fiver. <laughs> Harry Redknapp on Bargain Hunt, <laughs> insisting he's not looking for bargains. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Keegan, Kevin Keegan on Antiques Roadshow is amazing. I just go get me super glue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's stuck to my fingers. <laughs> this happened to me once in Bulgaria. <laughs> Whatever you do, hold on to it. Don't yeah. let him have it. <laughs> oh dear. Redknapp on Bargain Hunt would be mad, It'd wouldn't it? Right, he must have done it? it. He must have done charity. He must have done a charity celebrity. No, I think it's too it? close. He'd he end up hosting have. it. I think it's too close to the. He must have done that. Yeah. The, the tactics truck, though. I mean, to go back to to email the Jim's original point. The tactics truck is one of those things now that feels like a bit of a fever dream. Yeah. Because around that time mm. in TV, there was a lot of, it was a bit like the Wild West. There's a lot more channels coming out. A lot of stuff was going on. People were trying to try different things. And I think ITV, I think, I think I'm right in saying they got the, the rights mm. from another broadcaster and they had, they'd either never had them before, hadn't had them for years. So they were really trying to like, yeah. well, we're going to do Throw different stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and the, the idea that they settled on was putting Andy Townsend, who by all accounts was a lovely chap, 
in a truck yeah. outside the game. Bar, yeah, like an outside it. broadcast yeah. lorry, basically where he was sat. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's what it is, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. very weird. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a very they, production they heavy idea, isn't it? Yeah. Do you remember when BT Sport first burst onto the scene, and one of their big things was like having an actual like little football pitch? So the yes. bus yes. could walk you through it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that didn't last long. Um, I and also they put the score in a different place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I also remember when ITV got the rights around the Tactics Truck era, yeah. they checked, they, it was from Match of the Day, I believe, and they took it and they called it the Premiership. Yeah. Yes. Uh, instead, and they put it on at 7 pm instead of 10 30 pm. That's right. And then everyone who loved Blind Date got really pissed off. <laughs> and, and, and Scylla Black was doing loads of stuff in the press going, This is a disgrace. Like she was really pissed off about it, you know. Oh. So it was, a, it, was a, it was an odd time. And I, I think if you are someone who is under the age of like 25, listen to that chat we've just had, it's going to yeah. be quite confusing. Welcome for you. back. <laughs> yeah. It was confusing at the time, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Do we have any other TV shows? Or? Well, far away then, Vicious. I, only, I, only, I only have, I've only written down Sam Allardyce in The Wire. <laughs> Okay, talk us through that. <laughs> well, you know, he's in your role. Yeah, just being, being done over yeah, and over yeah. again. <laughs> Joey Barton on University Challenge, because he's yeah. really clever. Yeah. Yo, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Frank, people say Frank Lampard's clever, don't they? Because he's got a couple of A-levels. Get Frankie on there. Yeah. Uh, Fun right. time Frankie. Fun time Frankie. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, let's go back to the Premier League. West Ham host Fulham in a London derby. <laughs> oh, a fierce one between these two mm, yeah. uh, on Sunday at two o'clock. Oh, the history. The water under the bridge there. Yeah, I tell you what, the Bobby Moore derby. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, West Ham, they battled past uh, Anderlecht last night with one nil win. Three wins out of three in the Europa Conference League. They had uh, uh, they had Alfonso Ariola to uh, thank. Made a fantastic save at the death to deny former Wolves man Fabio Silva. A brilliant I think it's the current Wolves man, isn't it? Yeah, he's on loan. Oh, so, oh, sure, yeah, you're yeah. right enough. Um, but, Who knows what's going on in the Wolves? scored again for uh, West Ham in, in the Europa League. Lovely He's, finish. Lovely finish it was. Got Peter Drury off his seat, I assume. Um, he was very excited when that one went in, as he tends to be. Uh, he's currently uh, the top scorer for West Ham with five. Skamaka, not uh, Drury. Um, <laughs> he, he's only got one in the Premier League thus far. And I, and, and he's a good player. He's a young, young lad. He's, what is he, 23, I think. Came came over from from Italy with, uh, with a lot of potential, a lot of a lot of hope and so on. I'm just I'm worried about the West Ham striker curse. Yeah, because they've settled quite nicely on Mikel Antonio. Guy doesn't score that much, but great work rate. And I think that's a good that yeah, was a he good goes idea. Streaks, doesn't he as well? Yeah, but you know what it's like with West Ham. They've had a number of sort of strikers over the years who come with you know decent reputations so and they don't quite work out. We, we shall see what you can do against Fulham, of course, um, because West Ham they're not having a great time. Obviously, doing pretty well in Europe, but three wins out of three, you can't really argue with that. But they are fifteenth. They're on the same points as uh, as Southampton. They're only one above Wolverhampton Wanderers for crying out loud, you know. So they're they're not having that great a time in the league. Um, so do you worry for David Moyes, Jim? A little bit, actually, yeah, because, I mean, they, they had such an adventure in the Europa League last season. Uh-huh. And sort of being in the Conference League itself is a little bit of a disappointment. They've got a taste for that. Their, their aim is to regularly be in those competitions and build on it and even aim at the Champions League. On on this form already, yeah. it looks like they... I'd be very surprised if they make a European place. But it's uh-huh. not, not just somewhere they're on the table at this kind of relatively early stage, but just also on the form. And it's a shame, isn't it? But it's... It, it it really takes a lot out of a squad to have a season oh. like that, and especially when you know. Well, Leicester every well, well quite every exhausting preseason where everyone around you improves um, can sometimes leave teams behind. I think that's just exactly what's happened here. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, what about Fulham themselves? I mean, Mitrovic is a is an injury doubt for this game, which is which would be a great. Show. So who comes in in his stead? Well, it'll probably be what, Carlos. What happens Vin- Carlos, in this nightmare situation? Carlos Vinicius, another big bruiser. Get right, him, get him in there. Well, he came on against Newcastle. Now, as I said, Newcastle were brilliant at Craven Cottage, even though Fulham were down to ten men. 
they they were very very impressive actually I have to say. But Vinicius came on and he did put himself about a bit. I actually thought to myself, well, fair play, pal. You've you've got absolutely nothing to go on. But he he made uh, himself known. So I would imagine they would probably start with him. The big one for me is that Joao Polina should be back in the side after serving his suspension. I mean, it goes to show that he's, he's not been long in the league, and uh, as soon as he could get a suspension for amounting yellow cards, you know, bang, gets that. He's that type of player. But he's, he's phenomenal, honestly. I I I, I did hear that. Uh, uh, in the corridors of power at Fulham, they were like, we can't believe we got him. Really? That's interesting. <laughs> DJ, yeah, yeah. He's a phenomenal player, Palina. He really, really I is. I thought he was, I saw him in the flesh in the first game of the season. I thought he was excellent. Uh, this morning I read that Mitrovic may well be fit to start. Though. Yeah, so there's a chance he could be in there, which would be a huge boost for Fulham, of course, because him and Palina have been been their, been their best too. But I think it'd be a decent game. And I think it's a chance for both sides to get something out of it. So uh, so, you, so you never know. Um, gentlemen, let's quickly go to uh, a game uh, towards the bottom of the league. Bournemouth versus Leicester City. It's on Saturday at three o'clock. Nice traditional time, yeah, Jim. M. Yeah, indeed, yeah. Leicester, of course, they hammered Forest 4-0 on Monday night to secure their first win of the season. It was lovely to see Brother Brendy happy. Yeah, but it, the fists in the air. Of Forest, it's a, I've been so disappointed. I know you're not here to talk about this, but just very quickly, I've been so disappointed to talk, uh, with Forest. So that, far, I, yeah. Why does this surprise people? You saw the transfer policies when they came up; they didn't look like they had that much about them. But I, now, I think now that, that it but, isn't a surprise is also disappointing. Yeah. Yes, well, yeah. I can't really. You know, you're going to be disappointed, whatever I say, aren't you? And it, it just feels like it started. <laughs> it's not on you, though, it's on them. <laughs> yeah. It also just feels like it started to turn into a bit of pointing at one another, being like, "What are you playing at?" Mm. Yeah. I mean, well, and there's a lot of man. There's yeah. A, <laughs> yeah. A lot of pointing, considering how many players they've got. Um, they did lose to Leicester City four 0 though on Monday night. A damning loss, uh, of course, for Nottingham Forest. But Leicester City themselves. Uh, it's a good win, a vital win. It's madness to think that that was their first win of the season. They've only got four points, three more than they had before that Monday, Jim. You can't deny. But Brendan Rodgers <laughs> believes that the international break gave Leicester a chance to reset. Was it that or was it they were just playing a piss ball team? <laughs> <laughs> I think that certainly helped the reset, didn't it? <laughs> he said that at the end and also that the other team was shit. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly appalling. Like they never met before. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think clearly... It's helped, hasn't it? Because it was it was looking like free fall, and this this team is better than that position. Yes, you know, it, and it, it's not it's baffling as to why they started so poorly. Actually, I know they've had a strange situation in the summer; they've not been able to refresh the squad that much. But it's, it's not like it's a bad squad. Now, what I found interesting is that throughout this run they've had, they've not they've not struggled to score goals, right? Mm. So it's basically just been at the back they've struggled. Yeah. I, I guess lost, Fafana's a huge. They've lost key key players. Yeah, um, I, I still, goalkeeper as well. Yeah, goalkeeper's a massive thing mm. for, for them. A bad goalkeeper as well. We should <laughs> yeah. say and the and the old goal. Listen. The new goalkeeper was bad. Yeah. The old goalkeeper was good. Move on. Yeah, there we are. You see, that, I believe that's what Rogers said in training the other day. But he's he has been under fire, and he said yesterday, uh, "They know my loyalty here because I stayed when I could have left on two occasions." But that doesn't mean they owe me anything. And it's like, oh, careful there. Why you kind of alluding to the fact then? that you did, they do? Yeah. Why are you saying it then? Oh, yeah, and, and and both of them were were elite clubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them were uh, the club's names were in these envelopes. <laughs> Imagine sitting down with your current partner. Like, by the way, um, more attractive people have come in for me. <laughs> but I said no. I've stayed loyal yeah. to you. Remember that yeah. on two occasions, yeah. separate sentence. Yeah. Be grateful. Yeah. Different yeah. different nights as well. Different nights. Can we talk about um, uh, interim Bournemouth boss Gary O'Neill because he's probably the, the strongest link with my club to the Premier League at the moment? Well, we can, and, and it might surprise people. Bournemouth uh, unbeaten in four Premier League games. They are on nine points. 
So it's not too bad, yeah. considering Up everyone had them for yeah. Considering everybody had them down for relegation. But you're upset that. about Scotty Parker no longer being there, presumably. Uh, I'm pleased for him. Yeah, what's he doing now again? Nothing. He's just he's just trotting around in that suit with the stripes, knocking about. Yeah, yeah. I think Gary O'Neill's quietly gone about his business fairly well. He has. A credible draw up at Newcastle before the international break. Very credible. Um, probably the most forgettable game in Premier League history. Last time out, Neil not home to Brentford, um, and uh, a good win out of Forest. I mean. It's not too bad. I think. I think they're doing. A, I think. I think Gag might. Gag might keep his job. Gag. That's what we were calling Gag O'Neill. As if like anyone knows that. Well, why we, do they call him Gag O'Neill? Don't ask. It's just. It's just short for Gary O'Neill, isn't it? Is it Gag O'Neill? Is yeah. Gag short for Gary? He's a bit of a comedian, a bit of a funny guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen. Uh, there's loads of reasons. You guys know what I mean when I say this. Uh. There's loads of reasons why I can't criticise Harry Redknapp on this show, <laughs> right? <laughs> but. What I can do is channel it all into the fact that he let Gary O'Neill go to sign Papa Booba Diop, God rest him. Yeah. And Gary O'Neill was one of the most popular players in, at Portsmouth at the time. That's nice. And it's it was very, very annoying. So you, you presumably then, you've got a lot of goodwill towards um, uh, um, Gone, as I call Gary O'Neill. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you can call him out if you want. For, for Bournemouth and, and, and co. Yeah, I, I've got no beef with Bournemouth, as you know. Yeah. They're not on the radar at all for a Portsmouth fan. And um, I love Gary O'Neill, so good on him. <laughs> but he's still interim boss. Yeah. Who, when did the interim come in? Was it for Rafa Benitez at Chelsea? That was the first one in my mind. Well, I like Hiddink, surely, was, was, was always he a caretaker. Yeah, Hiddink, yeah. But no, but yeah, caretaker, I think caretaker's different, but isn't it? But interim is, is different to caretaker. Caretaker's very much, you, you'd be lucky if you get the full 90, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, caretaker's just you're hanging around the club, someone else is coming in, just yeah, do a job at, for at no bit. point do they want the job. I also like the, I like that Bournemouth have just been linked with no one. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I almost forgot good, they didn't different. make an appointment yet. It's basically probation. That's when his probation <laughs> boss. Me- meanwhile, Gary Neal has been linked with the Middlesbrough job. Oh, recently right. vacated. He's played there as well, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but although I think he came out yesterday and said that he's he's committed to Bournemouth full well, stop. They're, com- be- they're not committed to him. Well, exactly, him. yeah. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see where he, where he goes from here. Because evidently, you know, in the last week, his stock has, has got, well, sorry, in the last month or so, his stock has gone up immeasurably. Well, Lovely lad as well. Great lad. Great, great pro. Yeah. He's a great pro. Yeah. Love to see more of him in the Premier League. People need to give him a bit more respect, I think. Yeah. Okay, it's now time for Betfair's Popular Bet Builder. Select from the most popular pre-made football bet builders and you can add them to your bet slip in one handy tap. Every Friday on the preview show, we'll be building our own ramble popular bet builder for a particular game happening each weekend. We'll keep a running tally through the season of who's pulling their weight and who's letting the side down. Now, the game this weekend is the aforementioned big fixture at 4.30 on Sunday. Arsenal v Liverpool. Marcus, you're first up. What is your selection for our Ramble popular bet builder? I'm going for Granite Xhaka to be carded at any time. He I picked th- up a silly booking yesterday, actually. Yeah. I thought, Handball related, I, I thought, believe. Let's get us off to a good start. In all for, in for preparation for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, th- I think that's absolutely... It's a fantastic selection yeah. if it's 2020. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's absolutely guaranteed. Well, again, again gonna... he got booked for handball yesterday. In a, in a 3 0 win. Yeah, Routine yeah. 3 0 <laughs> win. He's, he's far lesser opp- yeah. Yeah. The chaos burns brightly within granite. Yeah. And I, that's what makes him great. Thanks. So, granite Xhaka to be carded is uh, Marcus's uh, selection. Jim, your selection, my friend. Yes, it is Bukayo Saka to score or assist. Um, Saka's had a bit of criticism saying he's maybe not hit the heights of last season, but he's been very, very direct uh, as you'd expect from him he's been involved in a, a lot of Arsenal's attacking play in the box he is I believe um, still our leading assist maker that might have changed last night but I, th- I believe he's you know he's leading the front on that um, you can believe all you want he's he, got four he, he, four assists in the Premier League this season there you go yeah. so um, I, I think he has got a good chance to make a, a, a big contribution tomorrow so he uh, Sorry, has to, Sunday. he has to score uh, or assist for that to, to, to come off uh, Vish 
I'm going for both teams to score uh, pretty simply because, you know, they're best when they're going forward. And also uh, they have a habit of kind of losing the thread of games uh, every now and again. Well, I think there's something about the Premier League at the moment, this current mm. Premier League era where you do tend to see, I, I don't know what the stats are, but you do tend to see a lot more goals. Mm. Uh, maybe it's because we just tend to forget your Bournemouth nil, Brentford nils. But like to me, it felt completely routine at that game, that Manchester Derby was 6-3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you stop sometimes to think about that, that's actually quite a mad scoreline. Yeah, right. and how, you, how conditioned we are to at least one 9 nil a season. <laughs> yeah. as, a, as a wise man once said, big scores are back. They are. Big scores are back, <laughs> baby. Are. They've been back for a while. Um, so look, um, my, my selection is going to be uh, well, um, tapping into that, that thread of, of, of there being a lot of goals in Premier League games at the moment. I've gone for over two and a half goals. Ooh. So, in summary, Granit Xhaka to be carded at any time. Bakayo Saka to score or assist at any time. Both teams to score and over two and a half goals in the game. If all those things happen, a £5 bet with Betfair on the popular bet builder returns £39.20. And if we win, that money would all go to Prostate Cancer UK, which I'm sure we can all agree is a fantastic cause. So keep your eye on that on Sunday afternoon to see if it comes off. We'll keep you posted up on social media as well. Plus, when you bet fair on Bet Builders this weekend, get a £5 free bet when you place £5 on Arsenal versus Liverpool. I should point out that's exclusive to the Betfair Sportsbook. Maximum £5 free bet, which is valid for 72 hours on Bet Builders. Cash bet only. Minimum combined odds 1.5. Excludes cashed out bet builders. Eligibility and T's and C's apply. 18 plus. For more information on responsible gambling, head to begambleaware.org. Right, we'll be back with another round of Betfair's popular bet builder on the preview show next week. Dean Smith also says we're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. He doesn't know what that means, but we do. Uh, right. Vish, I'm going to come to you first. Everyone knows how to play this game by now. If you don't, you'll pick it up as you go along. Um, you guys know the stakes are high. You know that pride is there to be played for. Um, Marcus has got a good record in this. Jim won last week, I believe, when Vish embarrassed himself. Chance to put the record straight here, uh, Vish, because you were very, very poor last week, if you don't mind me saying. And that's just me as a listener. We got, it was a, we got to a tiebreak. Yeah, he did force the tiebreak. Yeah, he did force the tiebreak, but it could not have been set up more <laughs> for you to win. Yeah, fine. And you absolutely chucked it uh, in the first round. So you're going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. I'm going to come to you first. I know people can't see us, but I'm going to my left, Vish, then to Jim, then to Marcus, going round the table in a clockwise fashion. First round is, let me just get my buttons right, um, players that have played for Chelsea and Arsenal oh. in the Premier League era. Oof. Ooh. I'm going to start with Aubameyang. Nicely done. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. I would personally prefer you to use the full name. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. In case there's another Aubameyang out there. <laughs> That's right. Um, but a nice solid start. Jim, it should be playing to your hands a bit mm. here, I think. Yeah, Yes, okay. you might as well give it to Jim straight yeah. away. Ashley Cole is number one on my list. You know, he fell off your chair when you said that. Pet a check. Very nice one. I like, it's nice to get a goalkeeper get a mention. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's also correct. William Gallas. Oh, lovely. Very good. I would like to see all your laptops closed, by the way, if you don't mind me saying. Um, show's almost over. Yeah, yeah not yeah, anything yeah. else. Um, with the exception of Marcus, who can turn his away because he's still got to do the outro. <laughs> um, that's also correct. Uh, Jim. Sask Fabregas. I'm already out of ideas. Very good. If you're listening uh, long, make sure you play along, see if you can beat the guys. I'm sure you can almost certainly beat one of them. Marcus? I, I'm I'm already out of uh, ideas. Would you like to know that there are um, still seven left? There were 12 options in total. There are still seven left. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks for that. Yeah, to make it easier for you? How many left? Uh, seven left. Okay, right. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make it any easier at all. Oh, Gordon Bennett, I'm struggling here big time. Where's Gary Neville? Yeah, I know. 
Nothing. <laughs> Fred, you're out. Um, Vish, on to you, mate. You and Jim left. I'm generally, I'm just ease up and come again. Yeah, still got a few more rounds to play. Uh, no, no, for. Don't get down. Don't get down about I'm not, it. No, I'm. I'm just like. Who, who, I'm, I'm generally struggling here. Um, <laughs> Chelsea and Arsenal. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. Oh. Huh? I'm, well, you nothing. need this, Jim. Uh, Jim, one for you, please, mate. Willian. Absolutely uh, fine. Um, that's a point to Jim. I think of him at Chelsea and Fulham. Yeah. Very quickly, um, the other options you could have had. David Luiz. Oh, oh my goodness. Manuel Jesus. Petit. Oh, yeah. Petit. Yeah. Diara. Also played for Portsmouth. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, got that. Nicholas Anelka. Oh, yeah. Olivier oh, Giroud. Oh, my God. Oh, Giroud. And, uh, and Yossi Shit. Benayoun. Oh, yeah. Good okay. round, good round, that. Next up, Jim, you are going As first. It was a good question. Time. It wasn't a good show. No, it wasn't a good round by, by <laughs> you. Okay, Jim, you're first up on this round. It's quite an interesting round, this. A bit more of a guessing game. I don't think there's that much science to this one. Um, Premier League teams that have changed their badge since 2010 and they've changed it while they were in the Premier League. It doesn't matter if they're still in the Premier League or not now. At the time they were, since 2010, there's 11 teams who've changed their badge. (laughs) I want you to name them. Fuck's sake. Jim, you're up first. Aston Villa famously removed the word prepared. Good enough. Well played. Good enough. Well done, Jim. Good start. I don't know if it was beyond 2010, but Manchester City have definitely changed their badge. You're in. Good one. Come on. It's very good. I'm just delighted to get on the... Good knowledge, by the way. Fish. Bournemouth. Go sit in the corner, my friend. That is another blank from you, Vish. Up against it, mate. Oi, there's no shame in not knowing it. <laughs> Have a better guess. Uh, Jim. Norwich City? I'm afraid not. Need one from you, Marcus. And you've I, got think, the point. I, think, I think they subtly changed it. Arsenal. You're back in. Fish, you're back in. Have another guess. Oh, shit, yeah. I think that is, in, you know, one of the very yeah. subtle things, but obviously I'm wrong, Jim. Wrong. Burnley? That'll do oh, us. Well played. That'll do us. Well done. You're still in. Well, well, well done. Um... This is big potatoes now, because if they don't get one, Fish, you yeah, get the point, say, Back from the dead, mate. Huge spuds uh, at stake here. Uh, Stoke City? Right, not. So, Vish, if Marcus doesn't get this one, you've got the point, and we move on to the third round. Oh, Gordon Bennett. I mean, essentially, it's just name a team yeah. that have been in the Premier League since 2010. Yeah. Um, I will, therefore, go. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions Newcastle United. One to Vish, yeah, one to Vish, one to Jim. Changed, did Spurs change it? This I was going to say Spurs. Yeah. Spurs was going to be my guess. That was correct. Ah. So the other options were Brentford, Brighton, Crystal Palace, Everton, Leicester City, Southampton, the aforementioned Spurs, and West Ham. Southampton changed theirs. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm not going to take you through all the ones that are here because there's 27 options for this next one. Um, but it's not it's not an easy one. Oh, um, so basically, <laughs> not Marcus, you get to go first, like that one was. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah but you're in the same boat, aren't you? True enough. Yeah. True enough. Um, you get to go first, Marcus, which right. is a bit of a bonus to get right. yourself back in the hunt. Um, this is World Cup Golden Boot winners, right? Yeah. So players uh-huh. who have won the Golden Boot, including joint winners, because for a period of time that was fine. Yeah. 
um, that have won the Golden Boot since the inception of mm-hmm. the World Cup. Mm-hmm. There's 27 of them in so total. Top scorers. Top scorers, essentially, Golden Boot winners yep. in the World Cup. Yeah. Off you go. Harry Kane. He's the most recent one. Vish. Um, There's now 26 options. Bruce <laughs> <laughs> closer. You must be. That is correct. Yeah, I think he's 25 of the answers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gary Lineker. Very famously, Gary Lineker. Yeah, well done. Good solid start, guys. You've not embarrassed yourself now. You've all got one, so that's fine. Ronaldo. Ronaldo, he says. That's also correct. It will, it will, it will annoy him to know that it's not that Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, as you said that, and yeah. it went ding, uh, Ronaldo did a grimace and yes, blamed, right, another, right. blamed a teammate. He did, he did. Vish. Did Thomas Muller get it for assists? Thomas Muller is your answer. Yeah. Thomas Muller is correct. Yeah. Yeah, they were joint. They were yeah. joint. But yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's, an, it's on the list. Pele. Oh, Pele he says that is a rogue shout. He thinks Pele might be in there. What World Cup were you thinking, Jim? I don't think he has. one of them. Nine ninety four. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> I don't Fair think enough. He has. Wrong. Oh, really? It's wrong. I'm afraid. Yeah. So mm. don't say any other names because we're still on the hunt. Uh, but Jim, you're out. Um, so Marcus, you mm. could turn turn this whole thing to a tiebreaker if you stick in. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, hoping to. You're up. Yeah, okay. You went first, don't forget. So yeah. Jim's definitely out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oleg Selenko. That is very nice to hear his name. He doesn't get mentioned enough on this show. No. He's been mentioned very today. Good. Very good. Vish? Um... I like your thinking song. Yeah, good. There's some of these on here that if, I'm genuinely, if you get them, I'll give you the money myself. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is, honestly, yeah. I've done a football podcast for 15 years and I've not heard of half of these. Uh, Romario Romario he says no. that was uh... it's never a good sign when Marcus starts it, shaking his head like Salenko yeah exactly uh, Paolo Rossi um, so Marcus wins that point so we're down to, onto a tiebreaker let's have a f- just a few I'll give you a few I'll give you a selection Kempesh I'll tell you you could have had you could have oh, had look at him showboating I'll stick, to the, I'll stick to the ones that you, you that people listening would have heard Davos Uke um, do you want to do it yeah <laughs> I believe I am <laughs> <laughs> Davos Suka is correct. Eusebio, Garincha, yeah, Gerd yeah. Muller was yeah. in there. Haristo Stoichkov's in there. Just Fontaine, Hammers Rodriguez is in there. Mario Kempes, Paolo Rossi, Toto Scalacci. I was yeah. surprised didn't get a mensch. Um, and, and one or two others. There um, we are. Some legendary players from down there, uh, down down the uh, down the years. Uh, Tiebreaker time. Here we go. Come on. <laughs> um, so we're back to Vish going first because that's just how it works. Can we do the Mitrovic one again. Um, we can't. I'm afraid. No. Um, this Turkey. this one is how many goals has Alexander Mitrovic? Hey. Is um, Players who have already been inducted into the Premier League Hall of Fame. Oh, that's a good question. And there's 16 of them. It's a very new thing, of course. It's a yeah. very good question. Um, 16 players have been inducted into the Premier League Hall of Fame since its inception. Uh, I'd like you to name as many as you can. Vish, you're up first. And a quick game is a good game here. Let's go. It's not that many. Alan Shearer. You've got to be in it. <laughs> Number one on the list. Jim? Thierry Henry. He has to be in there, doesn't he? He is. Wayne Rooney. You'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd think, but I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Vish. Uh, Patrick Vieira? What do you think? I don't reckon he is. You're wrong. He's right. He's right. <laughs> Jim? Uh, Gianfranco Zola. Ooh, nice. Oh, that's a rogue shout from is you. It? A very rogue shout from you. Gianfranco Zola, you say? <laughs> not yet. Nah. Not yet, Josephine, as my friend's dad used to say. <laughs> so if I get this wrong, Vish is the winner. I think I think in the tiebreaker we, the way we do it is the last person in, last person to. to but that would be in. Vish, right? It will be because he, he got one right. Yeah. Well, if Vieira's in there, I've got to go for Roy Keane. 
Imagine the um, the uproar yeah. if Roy Keane wasn't included <laughs> as well. Is it is it the right answer? Yes, it, it is. Vish. Peter Schmeichel. Very good. Schmeichel. Yeah, nice. Running out of options now. Paul Skulls. Of course he is. This is a straight shootout. <laughs> Dennis Burkamp. I'm surprised. This isn't is it? good. So I got this. So there's, there's basically only seven left now out of the sixteen. Frankie Lampard. Be a disgrace yeah. if he wasn't in. This there. is like a tennis match, yeah. Bish. John Terry. Oh, oh! Imagine Ooh. how annoyed he would be <laughs> if he wasn't in there. Something. Good, because he's not. Oh, oh. <laughs> Steven Gerrard. Steven Gerrard from nowhere oh. has Marcus pulled a win out of the bag from nowhere. Jeez. Started very, very poorly. Has Vish snatched defeat from the jaws of victory yet again? Marcus Speller wins! There we go! There it is. So, that is like, astonishingly loud, so I'm going to stop that. Um, <laughs> so well done, Marcus. Uh, the other options you had, David Beckham, Didier Drogba, Eric Cantona, ah. Ian Wright, Sergio Aguero, and... Teddy Sheringham. Big Vinny Company. Ah. They're your 16 inductees so, so, they've, so they've, far. They've, they've inducted someone in who hasn't won the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, he's quite a good player, though. Who's that? Stevie Gerrard. Gerard. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. How dare you? Yeah. It's just um, there are other players to put in. There are. Could win it this year with Villa. Could. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. the joke would be on yeah. you, wouldn't it? I, I bet you're shitting yourself with that prospect, Vish, aren't you? <laughs> They'll be listening to this in the Villa changing room now. He might be, he, he might be one of the managers that loses his job by Monday. So yeah. you, need to, you need to be on my side here. To be fair, but Steve Cooper, it looks like he's not going to be one of them because he just signed a new contract, Luke Moore. While we're doing the show? Yeah. <laughs> well, the universe is fucking mocking me there. You know what Luke Moore's been saying on the recording of the Ramble? Has he really? Yeah, apparently. Well, so it won't be him then, will it? Yeah, I okay. think he's safe with Hassan Hootle. Imagine if it was him. <laughs> Guys, this is why we should have said it has to be someone not Hassan Hootle, but you two let him off the hook. No, I, th- I, think, you, I think there's still some options out there. <laughs> yeah. I think this, is, this, to me, feels like peak time as well, yeah. because I feel like the World, World Cup's coming up and all the rest of it. But anyway, there we, we we've been on way too there long. We've got to go. There we are. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair, part of the Acast Creator Network. It's been an absolute pleasure. Enjoy the football this weekend. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you. And don't forget, we'll be back with Lions Watch tomorrow for people who want to listen to the latest England news. Absolutely. First thing tomorrow in your podcast pipe. Check it out. Indeed. Thank you for choosing Antaraja. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.